Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Sunflower Days and Co. podcast. This is Nicole, your host of The Bloom. Bloom, like a blooming onion. Okay, so I was going to do a YouTube video and I started talking and I couldn't focus. So I wanted to hop on here and see if maybe I could focus a little bit better on what's going on in my head right now. So recently, one of my friends had a loss in their family, and that's something I want to touch on today because they're not the only one I know who has lost someone in their family. A lot of us at our age, um, I'm in my mid to late 20s. And I think most people around our age have gone through some sort of losing of family, friends, relatives, and what have you. And I want them to know that they're not alone. We all are going to go through a grieving process that is going to be totally different from somebody else because... We never know exactly what is going on in somebody's head. And this podcast won't be up for a few weeks, but I just wanted to hop on and just say a few things about this. I normally have a list of notes of what I want to talk about. This time I'm kind of winging it because it's just something that I don't want to overanalyze. I just want to say to those people that they're not alone to reach out when you feel like it. Don't feel this pressure to be completely okay all the time. It's okay to have your breakdowns. Um, This is being recorded on the anniversary of me losing my best friend. Uh, She took her own life three years ago, and no one saw it coming. I never imagined it happening. I never thought I could feel so sick in my life. From losing a friend like that. And still to this day. I go through all the stages of grieving. So no matter where you are in your in your loss. Of the person you cared about. Whether it be a family member. A friend. A child, a dog, because we also, back in February, had to put our dog down, and that was the second hardest thing I think I've ever had to do in my life. I'll I'll say third, because the first was, you know, my son, the second was putting my friend, watching them put my friend Billy in the ground. And 
putting our dog down and that all happening. But wherever you are in your grieving process, you are allowed to take your time with it. What you are not allowed to let it do is to make your world revolve around it in a negative way. Now, finding a positive way to deal with the grief, like working for a foundation for suicide awareness or speaking about it, finding a platform to speak about it, um, advocating for for canine health, you know, those types of things I think are very important. If you feel like you get to a point with your grief and your loss where you have nowhere else to turn, nothing positive in your life, nothing that you can go from pessimistic to optimistic or from seeing darkness to seeing light, if you feel like you can't get to the point of seeing light in your situation, Talking to a therapist or a counselor is highly recommended for anyone having mental health issues whatsoever. And I will tell you, from my experiences losing my best friend to suicide, it took me four to five months, I want to say after the fact, of me going through the motions and trying to figure out how do I deal with this? How do I move on? You know, why her? This isn't fair. You know, why did why did this person do it to me? You know, all the things your head puts you through because you can't really control that 100% of the time. You know, I finally went to therapy and talked to a counselor and I went through my husband's work through an employee assistance program. And I went to eight sessions for free over the course of two or three months. And every time I went to counseling, I would go in like, okay, I'm going to be okay. Things are all right, you know, and I would come back out just so drained from the crying I'm not talking the first like four or five times I went were like that. The last three were like, okay, I'm I'm doing really I was doing really good. I was coming out of there, you know, feeling better than I had before. Um and that's why I truly believe in it because I saw the light at the end of, you know, the whole process and it was only eight times that I was able to go see this person but it did a world of difference. I've seen other platforms like BetterHelp and I know that that can be a little expensive for some people. Um, especially for me it's still expensive to think about doing BetterHelp um, to talk to somebody virtually from your phone or from your computer or even, you know, video chatting. It's just hard for me to really see how something like that would be beneficial for me because 
I'm a pen and paper person where I need to see see things on paper. I need to see the black ink on the white paper. I need to be able to read between the lines and I really need to dig deep and I really need somebody who is physically there for me. And I think this pandemic has made it really hard for people to, you know, get the help that they need. But there are ways, you know, reach out to me. You know, I'm I'm a mental health advocate stay-at-home mom advocate. I am a mom of one and done advocate because I have felt the pressure of other people asking me if we're having more kids and I am done. Okay. I'm also a suicide awareness advocate and looking for the tall tell signs. And some that are a little bit more hit or miss. And I think we as a human, you know, species, we really have a duty to each other and to ourselves to be aware of our mental health and to be aware of our surrounding friends and family and their day-to-day -day, you know how they're doing you know and with that said I just wanted to make this message because I know a lot of people are losing people that they love that they care about that you know are one day here and the next day gone we need compassion for one another we need to accept that people need time to process their loss and that, you know, yes, we want to be there for people, but we can't be overbearing. And we just need to be understanding in this time of devastation for all parties who are involved. And I want to say thank you. I appreciate each and every one of you who listen. This was a little more um, impromptu of a podcast, but I felt like my message needed to get across. So thank you for listening to this in the last 11 minutes. I really appreciate you, and I will talk to you all next time on The Bloom.